Goodness, welcome to Bring the Noise Podcast, and I am your host, Straight the Clipper, coming at you with a brand new episode. And yo, today we're gonna bring the funk into this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? But this is the dark, deep, from the depths of hell, six billion miles beneath the surface. We're gonna do an album review from the one and only Red Man, and the album is Dare is a Dark Side, his second. LP and oh man this motherfucking album is just absolutely insane not only because of what it's called but it's funky if you know Redman he's got an outrageous wild style just out there type shit almost just like Buster Rhymes sometimes even more outrageous like that real crazy, just in-your-face, funky, dark. This album was released on November 22nd, 1994. So, remember, I've said before that 1994, things got real kind of like, the sound got a lot darker, especially on the East Coast. Like, it was really banging in 93. 94, it still banged, but it was just something about it. Just the beats were dark. And this is like the epitome of like that type of music. Um, here's the thing with this album when it comes to Red Man. This whole album is basically like one giant psychedelic trip. The whole album, okay? The beats are funky and they just bang. The, the bass on some of these songs is just nuts. And then that paired with Redman's just crazy style that he has, because he is the funk doc, the spot. And, yo, this this whole album is just one giant, like, funkadelic, psychedelic, like, you're tripping on acid and just, here we go. Let's let's journey to the dark side. The, the Basically, the mind of Redman. Here's another thing about this album. Redman does not like this album. And here's why. He says that he doesn't even necessarily remember recording this album. Meaning, he was so fucked up during the recording of this album, whether that was him just being smoked out, coked out, tripping, whatever it is. He's like, I was in such a dark like spot in my life. He's like, I was so young. His first album came out in 92 to great success. And then he was immediately thrust on tours and interviews and this and that. And he's like, I was so young that I was just in like a drugged out phase and basically locked himself in the studio and just made this album. He pretty much produced this whole album himself. The first album was mostly produced by Eric Sermon. So Eric Sermon, he's not necessarily producing anything on this album, but he is like kind of overseeing things. There's a lot of beats that... Redman made, but like Eric Sermon, I guess you would say was kind of like an executive producer, oversaw some things, at least had a helping hand. But most of this was Redman. And he pretty much like he's like I said, he doesn't like it. He because 
he was so fucked up during it. He's like, I barely remember recording it. I don't even remember what studio I recorded it in. He doesn't really perform any songs from this album live. He's like, I've only listened to this album like maybe a couple times, and that was in like 94, 95. Otherwise, he's like, I have not listened to this album since I recorded it because he just, yeah, he did, you know, he's like, I didn't like the state I was in. And he's like, it gives him, you know, flashbacks to how dark his life was at the time. Now, that being said, most Redman fans will agree, and me myself, I will also say this. I think this is his best album he's ever put out. All right. And, you know, we can sit here and dissect, you know, how fucked up that is that clearly he was in a dark state and clearly he was fucked up during the whole recording of this album. But to me, it all pairs together. There's a reason why this album feels like a psychedelic trip because it basically is a psychedelic trip. We're just listening to Red Man in a fucked up state of mind, make a fucked up album, and it just came out as a goddamn masterpiece. Yes, his first album was successful. His album after this is probably his most successful album. Not probably, it is his most commercially successful album, Muddy Waters. But Dare is a Dark Side still went gold, okay? So Red Man, you know, his first album went gold. This album went gold. His album after this, I'm pretty sure, went platinum. But... Dare is a Dark Side kind of stands alone. Sure, it it does kind of continue because what the album was kind of dark too, but it was more really funkadelic. This one's funkadelic too, but it's definitely dark. There is a vibe on this album that is unmistakably just dark. And his album cover is literally him buried up to his head. The album artwork... In the background is a bunch of power lines. It's red. It's him screaming at the top of his lungs, looking up at the sky. And then it just says, Dare is a dark side. So this album cover definitely takes, again, he's always, he is the funk doc, the spot. Samples a lot of funkadelic. um, Samples a lot of their music, Parliament Funkadelic, or just Funkadelic. Uh, This album is basically kind of, I wouldn't say an ode, but... So Funkadelic had an album in 71 called Maggot Brain, and the album cover of that is a girl buried up to her head screaming at the top of her lungs. So he's definitely taken from that a little bit. And, you know, before it was Parliament Funkadelic, that Funkadelic was kind of darker too. So he definitely channeled his inner Funkadelic on this, and I don't know how many times I've said that so far, but again, this album's funky as hell. Uh, and yeah, I, you know, he, it's not much more to say than that, than just this album is, uh, it's dark, but that's the name of it. Dare is a dark side. It's like a psychedelic trip. I love red man. I love this album to me. I just like how crazy it really is. And this is a long ass album. There's 18 tracks. I'm sorry, 20 tracks on this bad boy, including the bonus Uh, We're going to do the CD. There's a bonus song at the end that was on the CD only. We're just going to do it. We're going to do the CD that dropped in 94. So we're just going to add it on there. And so, yeah, you know, we got 20 20 tracks. The album's 68 minutes and 37 seconds. It's a long album. 
I'm here to tell you that that this is one of the most classic albums from the 90s, 94. It is 68 minutes of pure crazy shit, all right? And Redman's off-the-wall lyrics, his metaphors, he is on one on this shit. Like, I mean, some of the best rapping I've heard from Redman is on this album. And if you don't, again, if you don't know Redman, he might be one of the most underrated MCs of all time. He should be in the top 10 MCs of all time. He's that good, okay? Metaphors are on point. Flow is on point. It doesn't come any more original than Redman, his crazy off-the-wall style, uh, getting smoked out. Just, you know, come on, it's Redman. Anyway, let's dive into this bad boy, and let's start this shit off. Number one is a song called Dr. Travis. So... Dr. Travis was on his last album, too. This is Redman's psychiatrist. Redman is committed to a psych ward on the first album, and he's always talking with this guy in a very dark, low voice. That's Dr. Travis. So this is kind of an intro to the album, and it sounds dark. It's like a bunch of weird sounds, some screaming, and it's Dr. Trevis telling Redman, like, okay, I want you to completely forget about the first album, and I want you to focus on the second album and take the funk where it's never been before. Let's journey to the dark side. I want you to do the do something with this album that has I want you know never ever been hit before. I'll take the LP where it's never gone before, and it's loud and it's dark and it's kind of scary. It kind of sounds like a Halloween fucking intro to something, and it's just him talking, not really any beat, and that's the that's your intro. It's a creepy fucking intro, but you know again the album's called Dare Is a Dark Side. So let's play that clip. Number one, Dr. Trevis from Red Man. Off the album, Dare is a Dark Side, 1994. Let's play that. Okay, Red Man, on the count of three, I want you to completely forget how you did the first album. Erase that on number four, exhibit CY Potanium. Now, what I want you to do is constantly- and we are back like I said that's yeah that's your there's your intro all right uh and that leads us into number two a song called Bob your head to this so his his song or his uh song titles will all be one word so it's b o b y a h e d two d i s so Bob your head to this uh and his samples, once again, sampling a lot of funk, but he's sampling following, or I'm sorry, Fallen in Love by Hamilton, Joe Frank, and the Reynolds. Also, Atomic Dog from George Clinton, obviously. And then samples some of his lyrics from Headbanger from EPMD that he was uh, um, featured on in 1992. So, Bob, you head to this is like the real intro to this album. So, the beat is funky. You're you're sampling Atomic Dog, and it's coming in, but it's got like I said, it's sampling funk, but it just sounds dark, and the shit just bangs, and it always has his intro. So it's got Dave Rock and Real being like coming at you from six billion miles beneath the Earth's surface, where the where the knotty headed motherfuckers dwell, and 
you know, it's got this little bit of an intro into it, just him talking like, can I get a hit? And then Redman comes in like, it's the dog catcher, dog catcher. It's the dog catcher, you know, and he's kind of saying his shit. And then when it's time to rhyme, one thing about Redman, I mean, he comes in. There's no subtle, and that's this whole album. That's just him in general, but especially on this album. And he just comes in just spitting metaphors. I mean, the flow Redman's using. One thing on this album, it is like metaphor after metaphor after metaphor after flow after just crazy he's got these background vocals that'll come in like so he'll be rapping like i come through and then someone then it'll be him doing like a dub being like what is this it's the funk doctor spot the rock you know just dude it's nuts and bob you head to this the beat is ridiculous again he's on the beat his good friend rockefeller i'm sorry rock wilder is also um part of this it's his good friend rockefeller uh and so he does some production on this as as well and uh when we'll get to him when we get to him on what's uh what what who he was but we won't worry about that till we get to those songs but again bob you head to this i mean you talk about setting an album off right it's dark as hell and i mean yo he's just spitting his shit it's a quick little you know it's three minutes by the time he starts rapping it's probably a minute something into it and it's kind of just like a rap intro, and man, it's dope as fuck. So without further ado, let's play that clip. Number two, Bob, you head to this from Red Man off the album Dare is a Dark Side. Hit it. The top not just hip hop, and I'm on the charts. I catch an applaud when I rock the microphone from the heart. My style's foul, so look into the eyes of Laura Mars. As you can see, I drop from bars from hit a bar. Still rolling down the highway with my buddy between my lads, man. Crossing the GW, coming into my lads. Boy, my skills are stacks. I love to do it from the back. My style swarms over ghettos like crack. And we are back, yo. And just get prepared because the beats just continue to be like this, all right? So let's get into number three. It's a song called Journey Through the Dark Side. And again, we're coming in with the funk. And I mean, he's even more crazy on this song. Like, uh, one thing I like on the uh, on this album is this the shit he'll say. It, you can tell it's somebody that's just tripping. Like, lick me, let me lick your funky emotions with my cosmic lyrics. You know, just we're in outer space, we're on Earth, we're high, we're fucking. You know, well, journey through the dark side is again we're journeying into his mind, and he is just spitting some shit on this, like. You know, guess who's back when I bring funk like zap? All aboard, motherfuckers, while I while your brains get jacked. You know, I'm souped like two scoops of funk juice. I mean, this is the shit that he's kicking all through this. And you can tell it's like someone who's just tripping, just singing some shit. And, dude, it's so dope, though. I mean, and Journey Through the Dark Side, the beat is banging again. And... Mostly, you know, the beats are really good on this album. A lot of people will say that the beats on what the album are better because Eric Sermon did most of them. But honestly, I think Red Man brought the funk to, you know, to another level, just like it said, just like Dr. Trevis said to do. And it's got that dark element to it. You know, this is a song called Journey Through the Dark Side. And it's just, you know, 
that first couple lines I just spit, this is a whole song. Like this is a whole album like this, you know, ask Tony Braxton who got seven days of action, black stars or moon's eclipse, the volume bang zoom as I'm sending honeys on the, to the moon, you know, with 10 bags of boom. Like this is the shit, you know, that he's just like saying. And I mean, it's, it's almost too much to even cover because it's like every line is something that's making you go, holy fuck. What is he on? What is he spitting? But it's so fucking good. And again, it's a shame the way he feels about this album because this album bangs, man. This is a classic album. And, you know, Journey Through the Dark Side just starts it. So I might repeat myself more than a few times on this because a lot of songs are him just like spitting. He does have some stories and he does have some concepts, but most songs are just, you know, the whole thing is a journey through the dark side, you know? So, uh, yeah. And let's play that clip from the song or from the album, uh, journey through the dark side off the album. Dare is a dark side from red man, 1994. Let's go. Guess who's back when I bring folk like that on the board, motherfuckers, while your brains get jacked. I'm soup like two scoops of folk juice for to mother. The way I kick you for that Jim Kelly was in this motherfucker. The dark side brings a part I act wild like them niggas from Chi-Town on the south side. Sweeter than this. Whooping niggas sound like Jack Nick when I backflip my toxic graphics. Batman jams it in. Do the difficulties and we are back. Yeah, like I said, dude, the whole shit just keeps banging like this. I forgot to say he's sampling spaced out from the undisputed truth. I'm going to go through samples again because he's making basically what was at the time a modern day funky, dark, funky album. So he samples a lot of that type of shit that was in the 70s. People just spaced out, you know, says the title that he sampled for that particular song so i mean you talk about just taking the funk and just running with it in a hip-hop style bro red man's that dude let's get into number four i i I should say eric sermon co-produced that last song too so that's what i say when i mean eric sermon still has his hands on certain things on this album but you know red man was the main producer So number four is a song called The Journey. He produced it himself. This is a very short song. It's two minutes, 12 seconds. And it's kind of just like a continuation from the last song. And, you know, same same thing, basically. He's uh, just continuing that crazy-ass style that the dude has. It's it's literally nuts. Like, literally. It is, is absolutely insane. And I can't continuously try to drive it home how good he is on this album. So this song starts with Dr. Trevis, again, kind of talking, like, come take the elevator shaft six six billion feet beneath where the Death Squad dwells. You know, you'll hear them say a lot on this album. That They say that a lot. And uh, you'll hear Dr. Trevis from time to time. And, I mean, he starts the song off like, I travel the Milky Ways and stars of the gods, then return six billion feet beneath to get cigars. My lyrical format sounds off like gun claps. Underground where you need flashlights and hard hats. And I can't even drive, you know, I'm saying this normal, but he's saying it like, you know, my mind is ten levels deeper than Jacob's ladder, better than paragraphs after you gallbladder will shatter, you know, shit like that. 
And dude, you know, he's a nymphomaniacs on track when I f- flex like the funk master. I mean, dude, and this is just going off and on. I'm telling you right now, if you love lyrics, I mean, this is an album you have to listen to over and over to catch shit. I actually, usually what I do when I do an album review, I will listen to it for a week straight. I actually, A, was enjoying this album so much that I had to listen to it even more, and I'm still listening to it after I record this, but... I had to continuously, I would listen to this album like three or four times a day and just keep catching more and more shit. And I urge you, man, I don't care if I've had certain albums that I've done so far, you know, and they're all good. But seriously, if you are a lyricist and you like that funk shit, that hard hitting shit, do yourself a favor and go listen to this album. This is for everyone. I mean, literally everyone loves this album. Even if he doesn't love this album, all Redman fans love this motherfucking album. Anyway, the journey is short, and it's kind of, it, I, it's, but it's not an interlude, because it, it is a song. It's just a very short song. Um, but it's short to the point and sweet, just continuing that funk, cosmic, crazy shit that Redman's on, and the psychedelic trip just continues on and on and on, and literally we're only on number four. So uh, let's play a clip. Number four, The Journey from Red Man off the album, Dare is a Dark Side. You'll play that. I traveled the Milky Ways and the stars of the gods to return six billion feet beneath to get cigars. My lyrical format sounds off like gun claps. Underground, will you need flashlights and hard hats? My mind is ten levels deeper than Jacob's ladder. Better than paragraph, faster your gallbladder will shatter. Maniac on track when I flex like my master. Flex, you can bet I'm not playing with a full deck. I go far beyond acting hard. And we are back, and we just gonna continue this trip through the dark side. I we gonna just continue it on. We got number five, a song called A Million One Buddha Spots. A million and one Buddha spots. Okay, so one thing if you know Red Man. And if you don't, I'm going to tell you right now, Red Man loves to smoke weed. Not just a little bit of weed, but a lot of weed. He's got a funny commercial on Rock the Bells on XM that I just heard the other day. He comes on. He's like, yo, this is the Funk Doctor Spot, Red Man. And my job before I was an MC was I sell, I sold pounds of weed. Peace. And that's it. Like, it's, you know, he's just like, yeah, I sold weed. Like, you know, and... um So, obviously, you know, he had the movie How High with Method Man. Anyway, we got number five, A Million and One Buddha Spots. Again, this beat is dark as fuck. This is the most darkest, craziest, just like, and it's just him going through all the spots that he goes and gets weed at. And literally, it's like the craziest weed song I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, it's dark and just like, just a fucking trip of... A million and one Buddha spots. Let's go get some. Let's go get some weed. You know that's basically what it's at. He's sampling. Uh, you can make it if you try from Sly and the Family Stone. Um, he also samples Headbanger again. Uh, his own lyrics, but um, dude, this one's one of the best songs. So like again, the album just keeps getting better. Bob, you had to. This was dope. Journey through the dark side. When you get to a million and one Buddha spots, like this song is dope and i love the way he fucking flows on this beat because it really is just nuts okay so 
it's and and I mean it's a decently um long song, okay? So not only does he start with this flow, like this beat's really banging, right? And and there's really I mean, I guess there is some hooks in it, but it's just sampling that headbanger. But what I really like, you know, is at the end. Okay, he's got this he's got this line that's one of my favorite lines in the whole thing. And it's right at the end. He go and he's ripping. I mean, I, you talk about flowing with the beat. We're flowing with the beat. My stamina, your ass couldn't snap with cameras, leave you on your back like Godzilla did with Gamera. Okay, that doesn't sound crazy, but the way it goes with this beat is just, dude, every time I hear it, it's just, you know, it's nuts. My stamina, your ass couldn't snap with cameras, leave you on your back like Godzilla did to Gamera. You know, come on, man, like that's so good. God, it's so fucking good. Let's play that clip. A million and one Buddha spots from Red Man off Dare is a Dark Side 94. Let's go. Still walking down the streets with my hand on my black tag. My brain is high like Newark, New Jersey do car theft. I'm high. When I sack my two black guys, I would be brief, but my car can I didn't drive. I smoke the blunt for all you underground trucks. My smoke bangs like it's freshly picked from the swamps. So nigga, how you roll a hey, blunt? How you roll a blunt? Flip the script or some other shit like how you roll a cut. Now, I smoke the Maui, we then I'll be back for more. And we are back, yeah. Yo, that's, and don't worry. It, again, it just keeps getting better, guys. This brings us into number six, a song called Neurotic. Let me just also state Eric Sermon co-produced A Million and One Buddha Spots too. On this one, Rock Wilder with, is with Red Man. So anyway, you got Neurotic, okay? So let me just go through the samples real quick. We're sampling Sassafras Girls from Pleasure. That's 77. We got Lick the Balls from Slick Rick, 88. Uh, again, he starts this song off funny as hell. It's like this little song playing, and it's like, he, and then all of a sudden it breaks down, then he comes back in and goes, he, and then the beat just fucking breaks down. And this one, oh my God, guys, this one is like a fucking lyrical masterpiece, okay? Like, I mean, you talk about being out there and just crazy with shit, he has an intro to this where he's like, okay, like he's on a plane and, you know, if you need to get high, there's a mask and shit in the overhead compartment. I can't tell you the weather because my radio's fucked up. And if we should experience any type of motor difficulty, don't panic. Take one more hit off the oxygen mask. Calmly put your heads in between your legs and kiss your black ass goodbye. And then he just rolls in there like, I'm swift like a motherfucking gift from Christmas when I send my vapors off the halls like meth. I mean, dude, dude. Okay, this shit is nuts. My verbs and nouns shatter walls of the underground. Let me be blunt, I'm cracking brews with bitches. Dude, cracking brews with bitches? Bro, the 94 era, I caused terror whatever. Running through you punks with the funk, so you get your umbrellas. And again, I'm not, I can't do this justice, okay? And you know... That's why you got to go listen to this shit. But if I haven't already caught your attention from how hype I'm getting about this album or the clips that I've played from the first six fucking songs, then I don't really know. Then maybe this ain't for you. But let me tell you, uh, just, th- th- yeah, 
this shit is nuts. And Neurotic is definitely one of the best songs on this whole fucking album. The beat is insane. The lyrics are just, dude, nuts, all right? Once again, now the lyrics on every song are going to be nuts, but Neurotic, to me, is just a little bit more, okay? Just a little bit more crazy. He's even got, like, the hook where it's like, fuck you, red man, stay off his dick, stay off his dick, what the fuck you, you know, and because it's, you know, a song called Neurotic, so he's basically just telling you how fucking fantastic um, he is, and this is that song where he does say, give me a time and I'll free your mind and lick your funky emotions to blow your veins up with the funk overdoses, and dude, like, and I mean, this is, again, this song is literally, it's, it's three minutes, 32 seconds. I've given you maybe eight, like four bars, five, six, you know, bars off this. It's ridiculous. This whole album is ridiculous. He was on one on this shit. And this is why everyone loves this album because it's so fucking out there and the beats bang so much that, I mean, I can only imagine what it's like to just fucking trip and listen to this fucking album. I'm sure it's a goddamn crazy. Anyway, let's play that clip from number six, Neurotic, off the album, Dare is a Dark Side, from Redman. Let's play that right about now. I'm swift like a motherfucking gift for Christmas when I send my papers off like Hall's Metalictus. My verbs are now shot at walls of undergrounds. Let me be blunt. I like cracking bruise with bitches. The 94 era, I cause terror, whatever. Raining on you punks with the folks who get your umbrellas. My guns, crews, tennis shoes, what's happening? I got clapped on, now I'm the one doing the clapping. I'm flexing with the tech like artifacts make them arrest. And we are back. Yo, like I said, that fucking song is insane, dude. I can't even quote. I almost, if I really, really, really had the time, I I could have an episode about each song on this album. That's how complex these songs really are. I can't even really do it justice. I'm doing an album review, and I hope this is enough to make you go, I really want to go listen to this shit. And I mean, I show girls, guys, it doesn't matter who I've showed this album to. They're like, dude, this is a really fucking good album. I'm like, yeah, I know. And that's why I'm doing it right now. So, um, and I should have said also on that song, he ends it so fucking funny. He's like, he goes, um, saying I'm this when half y'all punks don't even know me. Now, just for that, I'll let your girl suck my dick from the back and let your mom give me cornrows on my crack. Because I'm nasty like that. It's funny as fuck. Neurotic. Nuts. Anyway, let's get into the next track. The next track is number seven called Buddha Session. This is just an interlude. Um, you know, Buddha Session. They just smoking. That's all it is. You can hear them talking in the background. Some music going on and shit. And really not much more to it than that. 31 seconds. I usually pass right on by because it's not really a funny skit. It's not really anything. It's just a Buddha Session. It's kind of sets it up for the next song to a degree but uh let's play a clip of number seven buddha sessions from red man off the album there is a dark side hit it (laughs) 
And we are back. Now, let's get into the next track, number eight, a song called Cosmic Slop. This is the Def Squad, ladies and gentlemen. We got Eric Sermon, we got Keith Murray on this song. Kind of think this should have been a single off this album. I did forget to say at the beginning, he had two singles. One was Rockefeller, September 29th, 94. Number two was Can't Wait, that's February 7th, 95. That's the only ones he released as a uh, single. I think this should have been a single, and there's another song coming up later in the album I think should have been a single. Nonetheless, anytime you got the Def Squad together, Eric Sermon, Redman, and Keith Murray, uh, you're you're going to have success, okay? Because Eric Sermon is a phenomenal MC. Keith Murray is almost like a mini Redman. Honestly, his lyrics are fucking crazy too. You know, once again, you got a song called Cosmic Slop. Uh, same thing, Funkadelic also had a song called Cosmic Slop. And uh, the beat, you got co-producer with Eric Sermon. And shit's, shit's crazy, as usual. But this one, not as dark, but it's funky as hell. And it's still like a trip. They're sampling I Want to Do Something Freaky to You by Leon Haywood. Funky Worm from Ohio Players. If you haven't heard Funky Worm before, go do yourself a favor. Listen to it. Planet Rock from Africa, Bambada, and the Soul Sonic Force, okay? So, um, Eric Sermon's the one who sets it off, has like a short little verse, right? But anyone that knows Eric Sermon, you know, they all... Def Squad had an album that came out. I, I can't remember if it was 97, 98. Uh, either way, it was a dope album. Anytime these guys got together, because after EPMD split up, they used to all be the Hit Squad. Eric Sermon went on his own. Redman followed. They brought Keith Murray in. Def Squad. Dope as hell, right? So anytime these three get together, it's great. Eric Sermon sets it off. Nothing crazy about Eric Sermon's verse, but Eric Sermon's always spitting that heat. And I love it when he goes, Funkad- or, uh, Keith Murray comes in and says, Funkadelic, drop the bomb. And then Redman comes in like, Booyah! And just starts ripping that shit up. Now, I will say, I will say this. Keith Murray goes last, and... As far as I'm concerned, Keith Murray's verse is literally just as good as Redman's. Like, they are right on par with each other. If anyone knows Keith Murray, they know he also likes to, you know, he's got crazy lyrics and metaphors too, okay? And and so they're just, they're on, again, it's like the other two got on Redman's level to do this song. Um you know, and that's basically what happened. But, dude, just for a second, I got to say what Keith Murray comes in. Because, you know, it's like he's like, okay, I get it. I get what you're doing on this album. Let me come in. Keith Murray has a line where he goes, this cosmic, this cosmic sick Mike sick, Sickleist mega segments be Sega like Genesis. Now, I know I just butchered the shit out of that, all right? But then he's like, I orbits the solar system, lightning, guzzling, never slipping or sipping, and simping when the track is ripping. I got your brain cells bending and twisting. Man, listen, I give you a whole crew an ass drenching. Like, so this song is just flat out, just pure dope, okay? It's funky, and it's just, you know, again, Keith Murray and Redman rip it. Obviously, Eric Sermon is the is the third guy 
you know, he's the first guy, but if we were going to line who had the better verses, I can't pick. Okay. I, I can't pick between Redman or Keith Murray and Eric Sermon would be third, but nonetheless, songs dope beat is dope and good samples. I think it should have been a single personally, but nonetheless it wasn't, but let's listen to that clip from number eight cosmic slop featuring Eric Sermon and Keith Murray off the album. Dare is a dark side. 94. Let's go. Funkadelic dropped the ball. Booyah. I'm that type of nigga to give it to ya. My cosmic slot rules all blocks with funk maneuvers. My flow frees the now. The funk child splits the river. Then it crush like the bombazi was rushed through my verbal lust. I'm spaced out. I lost my mind on cloud 19. Vice is for ice. When I blow out pies down. Nine zero zero for the hero of the weirdos. I hope my brain don't bust. Transform into a 7 Eleven and we are back that was cosmic slop and that song uh literally leads in to the next track kind of a track kind of not it's only 25 seconds but it's not an interlude so you'll hear at the end eric sermon says a pop in the cassette and who the hell is this and the minute he says that it breaks into this beat and this dude is just fucking rapping well it's rockefeller it's red man's good friend rockefeller who had actually passed away. So this is kind of like a little ode to him because it's literally Rockefeller rapping. First off, the beat is dope. You wish there was more of this. They say that on the vinyl version is the actual like full-length song. But first off, the beat is just, it's it's got a menacing beat, and this dude's just ripping the shit for 25 seconds, and it comes right in to it, too, and it says, and who the hell is this? And then it's literally just Rockefeller just rapping. I don't know much about this dude other than that it's Redman's friend, passed away, produced some shit for him, uh, apparently was an MC too, because this was a song, and yeah, it's kind of like a little ode to him, and he threw it on the album, and it's actually one of the illest 25-second little raps, uh, honestly, of all time. Anyway, let's play a clip. Number nine, Rockefeller R.I.P. Off the album, Dare is a Dark Side from Redman. Right about now, let's go. I sat down and opened my mind and said it's time for me to design the right lines. Make the one of a kind, boy, rough and tough and all that stuff. Show enough, I make the brothers change their minds. Then you understand my only principle. Don't need to fuck with the born invincible. I'm rated X like a porno feature. Leaving MC's days and catching anesthesia. Even females get rocked when they try to cock block the man from doing his hip hop. Technique's unique and that's my word is born. Rockefeller's the name, but they're screaming out rock on. And we are back, like I said, that is a dope-ass little interlude, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, that leads us into number 10. Guess what, guys? We're finally halfway through the album. This is number 10, the song called Rockefeller. This was his first single released on the album. And we're sampling I Want to Do Something Freaky to You by Leon Haywood again. And we're also sampling It's Yours from T. Rock and Jazzy J. So, uh... There's a this one. I personally I see why he had it as a single. You know, it's kind of again he named it Rockefeller as an ode to his friend. It is funky. It isn't as crazy. Now, when I say it isn't as crazy, uh, every song that Redman's on is kind of nuts. But um, you know, it's funky as hell. It's got a funky beat. He's even got his, uh, so like his voice is turned up, kind of sounding like an Alvin and the Chipmunk. And this is like his little funk dude that comes in like, 
Oh, we're coming in with the funk, the bomb chocolate city from the Brick City Brigade. You know, in case you were wondering, uh, Redman is from Newark, New Jersey, just like Queen Latifah, so New Jersey representing. And he shouts it out a lot on this album where he's from. Uh, he shouts out MCs. You know, I hear him shout out the Artifacts and Tretch and other MCs from New Jersey. And um, again, so the beat definitely... This does sound like a single. I don't know if I would have had it. I mean, I mean, you could have had it as a single. I don't know if I would have had it as my first single. But nonetheless, I think he should have had four singles. Uh, the two, this one, and Can't Wait. And I think he should have had Cosmic Slop and another one that's later on this album. When we get to it, we'll I'll let you know. But uh, Rockefeller is a, a solid song. Is it my favorite song of them all? No, it's not. It's what it's what I call one of those middle songs. Like, it's funky. I like it. You don't skip it. It's not going to be in my top three, but it's definitely not in my bottom three either. It's a middle-of-the-pack song in the middle of the album. So, perfect for where it's at. I do like the placement of all these songs on this album. Even though it is an extremely long album, it can kind of feel a little long, and you will have some songs that you pass by unfortunately and it's not because they're bad it's just because it's just a long album but nonetheless uh I mean once again his his uh metaphors are crazy in here you know I'm in there 48 hours like Nick Nolte dropping flavor to stay sky high like a pager you know sky pager in case you uh were wondering that was a thing back in the days uh when I tee rock shock the stuff it's yours you know that's a once again, shout out to T. Rock and the song It's Yours. And yeah, you know, it's just, it's it's a solid ass song, right? And I, I see why he had it as a single. I Again, I could go over all the shit that he says on here, but there's just too many lines. I mean, this, this, this episode will end up being four hours long if I dissect every line on a song. That's why you honestly could have a full episode. And maybe someday I will. I'll pick a song and be like, hey, today we're going to dissect uh, Cosmic Slop, you know, or what and whatnot. But uh, otherwise, we're not going to take too long on all this stuff because we'll be here forever. Anyway, like I said, he's shouting out New Jersey MCs, even shouting out Shaq because uh, the, the Diesel is from Newark, New Jersey as well. Um and yeah, and at the end of the song, it's just him and that Alvin the Chipmunk sound again, just going like, where it is bomb, where it is day, you can duck my nuts and suck my, you know, <laughs> like it's just, again, he's on some shit. You can tell he's probably out of his fucking mind on this one again. So anyway, let's play that track. Rockefeller, number 10, off the album, Dare is a Dark Side from Redman. Hit it. What is that brother coming six billion feet from beneath? And you should be peeping how I get smoked out on the weekends. I swing it to my crew or down to my fam. Schooling all those knockers like final exams. Cause it's that folk get delicate with the irrelevant elements. And it's coming through your blocks. Catch a smell trick. What a copycat might hold for a back. So you get folk traps, punchlines, and score packs. Got a little red man in town. Who's the epic? And we are back. And that leads us into number 11, a song called Green Island. So uh, this has a funny skit at the beginning. It's also featuring his Uncle Quillis, which is just Redman, but 
Quillis made an appearance on the album before this, and it's just him making like, well, goddammit, here I come now. You know, like he makes that type of, uh, he's the oh, 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 OG from 1943, goddammit, you know, and uh, that's how he talks with them. And so the skit at the beginning is you got Eric Sermon, Redman, and Uncle Quillis uh, walking like they're trying to find a treasure. And you can hear Quillis talking, and they're like, he must be drunk. And he's like, I, he- I heard what you said. I ain't I ain't no drunken or whatever. And, uh, you know, green-eyed bandit, you should have found the treasure already. And then it's, you know, finally they're like, all right, here it is. Let's start digging. And it comes in with the na 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 And it's just real smooth, real laid-back beat. This one isn't, like, banging funky, but it's real laid-back. It's got a real night dark sound to it and um you know we're sampling the cockeyed mayor of uh kanaki or however the fuck you say that from the mona loa islanders that's 59 okay that's uh uh that's some hawaiian shit and i pronounce all of that probably wrong so uh y'all can get at me for that one uh also sampling overnight sensation from avalanche that's 76 and all right from Criss Cross, uh, 93 featuring Supercat. In the song, uh, he even literally breaks down. He goes, Whoa, I died, whoa, I died. Everybody, do I died. When I'm on my Supercat, you know, that was that was the hook that Supercat did for that song. Um, anyway, you know, once again, he comes in like, Motherfucking ladies and gentlemen, my style rugged like Timberlands. When I clock lyric, then women give me more love than Wimbledon. My style flow local like New Jersey Transit. Uh, you know, and I can't stand it and you'll need Teddy to unjam it. Okay. So that's how he's coming in. This is a long song. There's even a part where uncle Quillis kicks a rap or AKA red man. And he goes, yo, uh, really now pass the second blunt to Quilly. And then he comes in like, now sit your big ass down. Cause I don't know about this rap stuff. There wasn't rap when I was picking cotton. Say your master y'all whip a snappers with the caps on backwards, you know, and just rapping like that and shit. And, uh, but one of the illest lines is once it goes back to red man, after he's, uh, um, Quillis is rapping, he comes in and it's right at the end of the song with this just lyrical, just destruction, fast verse, just a little line. He goes, hey, yo, chronic bubonic, the funky bionic, I find it, I'll have to rewind it to where the minds are blinded, time for some action, time to find it. All right, I did my best to try to say that the way he said it. But to slow it down, he says, hey, yo, chronic bubonic, the funky bionic, you find it, I'll have to rewind it where minds are blinded, time for some action, so time to find it. I smoked out like a cookout, you know, with, look, my dick's out. And, I mean, again, he's wild like that on this whole thing, just like giving cornrows on his crack and, look, my dick's out. And and in his background vocals are always going like, whoa, you know, shit like that. Anyway, Green Island, laid back. It's a funny song. Anytime Quillis is on the song, it's funny. Anyway, let's play that clip from number 11, uh, Green Island from Red Man off the album Dare is a Dark Side. Let's play that. Chronic bubonic, the funky bionic, you find it, I'll have to rewind it, where minds are blinded. Time for some action, so time to find it. I smoked out like a cookout. Ah, look out, my looks out. That was last album when I was bouncing on trains like Malcolm, I was high. Nah, yeah. I thought I wouldn't nah, survive. Nah, nah, nah. That's why I quit my nine to five and got live. Because this hip to the hot shit fills my pockets, and I'm out for 94 because I already got my props. Oh! 
And we are back, and that leads us into number 12. Motherfucking number 12 is a song called Basically. Just like I've been saying lately, here's your gem. This is your gem of the whole album right here, the underground gem, okay? And the problem with this fucking song is it is too goddamn short, okay? It's only two minutes and three seconds, but this beat is maniacal, dark, menacing, everything about it. When it comes in, you picture people, like, in hell, drenched in, like, dirt and shit, like, dancing, like, all weird, like a wacky, inflatable, arm-wailing tube man or something, and the dude, the beat is just, it's got a vibe, okay? And Redman's basically getting at MCs. I mean, he's really ripping this shit up on this one. His flow is incredible. And he's basically calling out, like, why do crossover MCs use the underground to make a comeback? Meaning, like, you were on top, you started to slip, so now you changed your style to the underground sound to make a comeback now that the underground sound is on top. That shit's whack. Okay, that's and that's, you know, pretty much the premises. And his hook is in uh, basically Red Man album is no joke. And uh, basically, you know, just going through that. That's the name of the song. Man, I can't punch it through how much I love this song. I just wish it was like a minute longer. We could have used another verse because it's so fucking good. It's one of the best beats on here. No, it's not like crazy funky, but you want to talk about a psychedelic beat. This is a psychedelic beat. You literally feel like, once again, we're journeying through his mind. This whole album's been a psychedelic crazy. He's all over the place. Basically, it's like you've now hit the bad trip. You're, tr- you're, you're, you're on a bad trip right now, and it's menacing, and Red Man's not fucking around because despite how wild and crazy he gets throughout the whole album... He still makes sure to let you know you cannot fuck with Red Man, okay? He will battle you. He will rip you apart. Even if he's out of his fucking mind in a straitjacket talking to Dr. Travis, he's still going to rip you apart, all right? So let's play that clip, number 12, basically from Red Man off the album, Dare is a Dark Side. Let's go. Oh, shit. Hey, dudes, my interludes more fatter than most niggas' LPs, Ooh. so don't sell me the stale cheese. <laughs> I'm more nicer than little red Robin Hood's grandmama, puffing on ganja, sipping on a cherry Bianca. Ah. My grand finale's like the alley when it's loud. He more bars than a penalty and let my knife cut loud. <laughs> click, click. What am I doing to ya? It's something new to ya, like screwing ya all over my studio. Right my MP60 and we are back. You hear the vibe on that one. That one's, uh, yeah, basically. All right. <laughs> and that leads us into number 13, his second single off the album called Can't Wait. So this is kind of like a sequel to Tonight's the Night, an unofficial sequel. He's even sampling the same song in this but like a different part of it um and it's the mary jane girls uh song which is uh, rick james little group of women that he had and uh and that's all night long from the mary jane girls he's also sampling caribbean nights from bob james obviously bob james gets sampled all the time um this beat is definitely there's a reason this one's a single it's not like any of the other songs on this one and he's not as crazy now when i say as crazy he's so nuts on this song that this is him tamed down just a little bit but he also starts the song off by going i go raw raw like i had cerebral palsy you know and he said that line before but you know he's starting off like that um and the song actually starts the because it's the extended version with 
a lady calling into uh, WFDS. Uh, we're from the Dark Side Radio. This is Dave Rock and Real. Carla says, "I want to hear that song. I can't wait." From Redman, that song's the bomb. And then it goes in, and Redman has like a little intro, like smoking mad fillies from my brothers from the Huda, from the hooligan section, you know. And uh, um, like I said, he comes in and with the rah-rah, and then my flows be wet like all your girls' draws be. Crack the Philly, spread the Buddha in the his ass, roll it up and then ask who chipped in for the tin bag. Um, and, uh, yo, this is one of the best songs on the whole album. Uh, no joke, the beat is super laid back, super chill, 94-type feel to it. Red Man, he's a little bit more laid back on it. Still himself, because he's always still himself. But, you know, you couldn't beat me if you ran with 21 Jump Street or 90210. Fuck it, yo, in the movies, I'm the brother Puffin' Buddha in the back row. Now, one of the best lines in this whole fucking song is at the end. The beat's coming to an end, and he goes, switching up speeds like Bruce Lee riding a Fuji in a movie. I drop the one, fuck the two, three. Funky like a box of coochies on loose leaf. And then he goes, yo, yo, yo. I said, I'm switching up speeds like Bruce Lee riding a Fuji in a movie. So for those of you who don't know, a Fuji is a bike, okay? And it's a movie that Bruce Lee was in where he's riding this. And at the end, uh, Redman says, yo, I be saying some shit. Now, if you didn't get it, laugh now and figure that shit out when you get home. I'm not going to lie, guys. I was that guy that had to laugh now and figure that shit out when I got home because I didn't know what the fuck a Fuji was. Had to look it up, figure out that a Fuji was a bike that Bruce Lee rode in a movie and shit. And, but, again, this is the shit he be saying. And then he's even, like, giving himself props like, man, man, y'all hear what I just said? You know, and, like... Again, this song, there's a reason why this was a single. I would have put this song out as my first single personally, but I'm not Red Man, and, you know, it is what it is. Nonetheless, let's play that clip. I can't wait, or I'm sorry, can't wait, the extended version from Red Man off the song, off the album, Dare is a Dark Side. Hit it. I'm like, bruh, bruh, like I had cerebral palsy. My flow's bees wet like all you girls draws be. Crack the bill, spread the food in the hit ass. Roll it up in thin ass. Who chipped it for the tin bag, etc. I roll my blunts with two textures. Pick up 50 bags and then I smoke all the extras. It's the truth, like fuck when they be proof. Don't drop your jaws, I'll fuck through your lazy dude. Put your fingers up in the air if you're high. I walk by. And we are back, and that leads us into number 14, a song called When I Come Around. Once again, one full word. And uh, this is Eric Sermon with Redman as the co-producer. And uh, this one's got, we're, we're back up tempo. I wouldn't say this one was like a single, but it's definitely, you know, it's sampling Redman's song from Tonight's Night with the girl goes, Redman, what the fuck? Hey, yo, Redman, what the fuck? Once again, I mean, we got just metaphors and shit, and he's, he's we're back to the, the trip continues. And, uh, you know, I, I, again, it's, it's hard to pick, like, what one do I want to use? Which one do I want to focus on on a song? Because, like, literally, I'm everything on here, I'm accurate like an Acura. My style's 90 years maximum fuel injected, or I'm sorry, my style's 90 years maximum fuel injected like a Maxima. You know, come on now. The way I get wrecked, y'all brothers call it a mic check. I'm vexed if I get an itchy finger like Bernard gets. You know, like, brah, come on. 
dude. And I mean, again, those are just a few. Those are just a few lines from a whole song that's four minutes long of him just like ripping it when I come around, and it's just him talking his shit, you know. And it even ends uh, sampling. Uh, Lords of the Underground, because again, he gives shouts out to the Lords of the Underground. They're also from Newark, New Jersey. And, you know, it ends like, uh, I'll be outside when you get here. And it's, uh, man, on this one, it's like some battle rap type shit going on. Uh, this song and the next song are kind of similar in that manner. And I love it when I come around. Fantastic song. I told you, this this album just continuously gets better and better, even if there are some points in this. I mean, for a 20-track album, very rarely is there, you know, usually in a 20-track album, you're going to have at least five songs that you're like, whatever, they're fine, but I'm skipping that shit. Or there's a lot of interludes. We haven't really had a lot of interludes. One of the interludes was literally a, like a 25-second rap, you know? Otherwise, Buddha Session's been about it, you know? So, I mean, this is a jam-packed fucking album. Anyway... Let's play that clip when I come around from Redman off the album Dara's a Dark Side and let's go. The hype's got me. I knock them out the box and out socks. Cause when I come around, they can skate like the rocks. My blocks. Hop to get me all you got. When I'm done rocking, I leave you all doing a bus stop. My format spins wheels like Pat Sajak. I rub niggas out like Ajax. Now hit the playback. Roast them like cookouts. I'm smoked out. All you MCs pull your books out. And we are back, and that leads us into number 15, a song called What It Looked Like. Yo, I ain't even gonna front. Right now, this is the hardest fucking beat on the whole album. This is a song that definitely should have been a single. So he had his two, Rockefeller I'm fine with, Can't Wait I'm fine with. I think Cosmic Slop should have been a single. This one should have been a single, too. If anything, this should have been the second single off of this. I mean, okay, first off, this hook is going to get stuck in your head, all right? The beat bangs like no other fucking beat. It is funky as fuck, and on an album just packed with some funky shit, you're like, how can we get any more funky? And now we hit number 15, and it's and this is like, dude, this whole fuck, and his lyrics are nuts, on this fucking track. And I mean, I know I've said that about every song, and it's true, but what it looked like, man, bro. So the hook is just him going, what it looked like, what it looked like, what it looked like. And yeah, I mean, it gets stuck in your head. The bass is just pounding on this motherfucker, like for real, just pounding. And uh, this is a definitely roll your windows down cruise, even if it's fucking the middle of January. You you bump in this shit. You can't listen to this song not loud. It's in it's in it's on you you just can't you know. And he even comes in like, "What it look like to all you trick bitches and you punk ass ends out there?" I'm talking to you live from WFDS. We're from the Dark Side Radio. It's about two thousand degrees down in this motherfucker, but the funk don't just don't stop, you know. And it just it just rolls in. When I wipe off my sweat verbally, I'm untouchable like Elliot Ness. To the best of my ability, I rock any facility and fuck the yellow cabs. I smoke Buddha out deliveries. And, bro, like, I mean, this is the shit that this dude's on. This whole fucking song. The funk Dr. Spock 
blow your watt through your box. I come hotter than stretch. You bet I'm calling the cops because this type of funk you don't hear on the regular. Rock six, seven, eight, nine, ten, two, eleven to oh man, like bro. And you know, last verse, you know, what it looked like, suckers, punk motherfuckers, and I just bro, I can't it's it should have been a single. He should have had a fucking single of this song because to me I ain't even going to front. This is the best song off the whole album. No joke. So now you know at least, you know, where I'm probably going with that shit. But, uh, and a lot of the things I like about this this album is he raps all the way to the end and the song will just end. You know, and this is definitely one of those. Luckily, this song is a decent amount. It's four minutes. So you're not left wanting a lot like basically. But, uh, dude, what it looked like. What more can I say? Hardest beat. Dopest rhymes, funky as fuck. I mean, you talk about a funky ass, just hard hitting song. It's this one. So no more. I ain't letting you wait no more. Let's play that clip. Number 15, what it looked like off the album. Dare is a dark side from Red Man. And what we going to do, we're going to one, two, three, hit it. What it looked like when I wipe off my sweat. Verbally, I'm untouchable like Elliot Ness. To the best of my ability, I rock any facility and fuck the yellow cabs. I smoke Buddha out deliveries. I'm just as high as the fucking friendly skies. When I open, you can't even see my cheeky eyes. Cause the Buddha I smoke is no joke when I blow. Then I wet it, then you be like, that shit is so. I'm sagging my carcanize and two black guys. And we are back. Jersey's in the house. Jersey's in the house. Cause he's got that going on. And uh, I forgot to say on that song, so when he's done saying what it looked like, he'll be like, Atlanta's in the house. And then his high voice uh, part comes in like, Atlanta's in the house. And um, yeah, dude, it's it's dope. It's, it's, it's fucking nuts. I absolutely love that song, number 15, what it looked like. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's get in to the next track. Number 16, a song called Slide and Rock On. So this song, he even starts like, this is dedicated to all the people uh, serving their sentence. Welcome to the system. And it's kind of Red Man. You know, this is a funky-ass beat. We're sampling Atomic Dog again. And, you know, uh, it's kind of just him telling his story about all the shit he went through, how he ended up in Central Booking and this and that and selling Buddha. And um, one thing I'm going to say this is a song right here that for no particular reason, because the beat is funky and it's hard hitting. It is a hard hitting track. Once again, Red Man, as always, like he's doing on this whole album, he's ripping the fuck out of it. But um, I don't know. I find myself kind of just skipping this song. And on a loaded ass uh, album, I just kind of do. Now, you can look shit up, and there's people that are like, no, man, this song is hard as fuck, you know? And it, and it is, you know? It, it definitely is, but that's just all I got to say about it. And maybe it's because, to me, after what it looked like, you kind of just start what it looked like over again. And this song doesn't quite live up to a song after such a banging-ass song like that, personally. But that's just me, and... Yeah, that's uh, pretty much all I got to say about that. So, let's play that clip from this from the album "Dare Is a Dark Side" from Redman. Name of the song: "Slide and Rock On." Number sixteen. 
play that. Rock on, rock on, yo, here comes that funkadelic. I come wetter than purple rain. I bust brains to funk doctor spot. Got the Glock, now I'm smoking out your test spot. I rock from here to best I hit the spot like XY. Who is that nigga that's coming six billion feet? I roll my funk and fun, told me for smoking blues with AK Street. I come massively with sneaky stops like Dick Dastardly. Look at the letter code and I roll like my man Shaq would be the new room. Crisp like chicken and Chinese food. I'm just like and we are back, and that's going to lead us to number 17. We're almost there, y'all. We're, we see the light at the end of the tunnel from the dark side. We're starting to emerge uh, back up to the earth. But before we do, we got to do number 17, Superman Lover 2. That's right. So one of the funniest, hilarious songs on this album before this, the What The album, was Superman Lover. Here we go. We got... The sequel to it, Superman Lover 2, and this one is about as bugged out and crazy as can be. The first one was really funny. This one's funny too, but it is like, again, cosmic, psychedelic, fucked up, all right? And so he's just, once again, coming in, you know, you hear somebody go like, that's a bird. No, it's soup, 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 super man. And then the B comes in super laid back, super fucking laid back. And um, on this one, I mean, when I say this one's out there, he has some shit that he's saying. So, again, he's sampling Superman Lover from Johnny Guitar Watson and um, another song from the same guy, I Want to Ta-Ta Ya Baby, um, and then Superman theme from uh, The 52. Anyway, so in this one, it's once again, he's telling a crazy story. Because one thing about Red Man dude can tell a, a a fucking crazy story too like as if the shit that he writes is like a science fiction fucking story and this is like the hood superman so on this one you know his first verse he's just kind of rapping about all the shit that he does and then the second verse he returns back to his planet so the planet he's from is a planet called Cheech and Chong where the where the earth or you know he's like basically saying it's like an earth well the earth is made out of of chronic okay so this this planet is called Cheech and Chong and the ground is made out of chronic and how to roll a blunt is the theme song of the planet from his first album again how to roll a blunt I think that shit's crazy and uh, just funny as hell but he talks about a girl that he's talking to she's from Mars and and so he goes to fuck her and she ties him to the bed and lights the room on fire and you know, he's fucking feeling she blindfolds him, but with his x-ray vision, he can see the ice pick from behind his head. So he snaps out of it. She calls a bunch of other bitches from Mars. They shoot him. But don't worry, because the Superman lover, you know, he, he can't be defeated. And he even says, does Superman have a gun? No, nah, but the Superman lover do. And so he pulls out the gun, shoots all these bitches. And it's just, I mean, again, this this whole album is... Very dark, but there is comic shit all throughout it. This is by far the funniest fucking song on there. Obviously, Quillis was in, uh, you know, the the Green Island song, which was funny. But this one is just, you know, laid back beat, Superman Lover 2, hilarious. So let's play that clip. Number 17, Superman Lover 2 from Red Man off the album Dare is a Dark Side 94. Let's go. Slow your monkey ass down and hold your horses. Don't wanna know your name, don't wanna know none of your sources. This fix me with a quickie, I swear more lakes than Ricky. So bad I use my x-ray vision to give y'all clips a hickey. And plus the weed I'm puffing from the planet of the 
chronic And how to roll the blood is the theme song Who you making me for? Well, uh, let me wipe that wetness for you Slurped and burped, left that bitch more open than my door to And we are back in effect like that. Like I said, funny-ass song. Love the Superman, love a series. Anyway, let's get into number 18, a song called We Run New York featuring Hurricane G. So once again, we're sampling KRS-One saying, Watch out, we run New York. First off, this beat is super, super banging. It's not like what it looked like, but it's banging. Here's my only problem with this song, okay? Red Man's parts are all good, okay? And I'm just going to say this right now. First and first off, rest in peace to Hurricane G, okay? I got nothing against the girl at all. But man, I just do not like her voice, okay? Her rapping, it's kind of like she's trying to be Red Man, like the female version of him. Um, but it kind of just sounds like she's yelling Her flow is off, but not in a good way. And I just don't really like her voice. So, and she raps, I would say, more than Redman on this song. So, I don't know. Definitely, I like the beat, and it's not a skippable song, but, I mean, Hurricane G is just, I don't know. I just don't like her voice. I'm sorry, Hurricane G. Nothing against y'all. Like I said, rest in peace, because you were still an MC and you're still better than half the fucking rappers nowadays. Don't get it twisted. It's just for me, uh, she can't compete with Redman. And Redman, after this whole album, and we're almost at the end, and he's just been literally just crazy off the wall, psychedelic, funkadelic, ripping the microphone, battling, telling stories. Uh, Hurricane G just can't keep up, okay? And. Like I said, the only real features he's had on this was Eric Sermon, Keith Murray. Sure, he had Rockefeller on a little skit or an interlude. And then Hurricane G. Uh, Hurricane G ain't at the level of Keith Murray or Eric Sermon either, even though she was married to Eric Sermon. Not the point, though. Anyway, that's really all I got to say about number 18. So let's play that clip. We Run New York featuring Hurricane G from Red Man album Dare is a Dark Side you know what we are gonna do we are gonna play that shit back and that leads us to number 19 technically the end of the album it's titled dr trevis signs off um he doesn't even talk it's just a bunch of weird creepy sounds um and then at the end of it it's red man saying well it's supposed to be dr trevis but dr red man does dr trevis's voice it's just in a very low um you know sound but he goes we'd like to thank everyone for buying this red man tape um you know peace out and then it breaks into this like real slick little beat and that's it after all the weird sounds for like a minute uh and anyway that's pretty much it not gonna go into it too much kind of like the intro so let's play that clip number 19 dr trevis signs off from red man dare is a dark side let's go on the behalf of the naughty headed nigga and the death squad force, we'd like to thank you for purchasing the new Red Man tape and hope you show the same love for us next go round. 
And we are back, and whew, that leads us to the last track. We made it, y'all. We made it through this fucking cosmic, psychedelic, dark-ass, motherfucking banging album. Number 20 is Tonight's The Night Remix. This was only on the CD version. I decided to throw it on there anyway because it's fucking dope. Uh, the lyrics are completely different. The beat is completely different. It really has nothing to do with Tonight's The Night other than the title. But once again, you know, he starts the fucking song off by literally being like, who want to have a motherfucking orgy? Word is bond, word is me. And, you know, once again, he's just flipping the script, ripping the shit. One of the things is, I, I don't understand how you can't have Redman in your top 10 after you listen to this album because you got 20 tracks of him just going insane, mad, crazy, banging beats that he made himself. The rhymes are incredible. The metaphors, the crazy off-the-wall shit that he's got going on, it's all on this song, too. I love the beat. It's very high energy. It bangs like a motherfucker. Uh, And that's why I decided to do a CD-only version, because y'all got to hear it. Y'all got to hear the remix. So, um, again, I'm not going to go that much into it, because we've... We've been doing this, and we're at an hour and, like, fucking 15 minutes right now. So we going to just play that clip, number 20, Tonight's the Night remix from Red Man, off the album Dare is a Dark Side. Crazy way to end the album. Love it. Great remix. And let's hit it. Microphone check. I walk around the street with black texts and that sex. I know for smoking ass crap till I get ass flashbacks. So all my niggas, up your fucking damage. Let me hear your lip go. Now did you catch the victim? Hell no. Come back into fat into funky tracks. Blast the motherfucker till you're peeking through his back. Cause my brain is twisted. Funky realistic on the ill shit. I rock until bitches start giving up that brunette. Put jammies at the Gucci pass the clip past the loose shit. The And we are back. And yo, like I said. That is one of the craziest albums I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, what the album is a crazy album. Red Man is just a wild fixture in rap anyway, right? But I feel like it's on full display on this album. Probably because he was just fucked up out of his mind. As much as I hate to say it, but we all know where I'm getting at. Sometimes when you're in that dark place and you're fucked up, that's sometimes when you make some of the most incredible shit, as bad as that sounds, because you shouldn't have to fucking take drugs and shit to make shit that sounds good, which he proved he can. But nonetheless, this is like a whole nother just form of Red Man that's on here. Like, I mean, you want to talk about definitely being in a psych ward and like even the promos that he did for this album uh, were nuts. Like, him face to face with someone like whisper yelling about people committing suicide and you know him at the jack the rapper on the street rapping the the words to when i come around being like yo what other mc you see doing this i'm gold and i'm still out here rapping on the street you know like red man was just a grimy funky fucking lyrical crazy genius and it's all on display on this album and Yo, that's why we took, this is the longest episode we've done yet, but it's a 20-track album with just pure funky fucking dope shit. I had to take the time. You can hear how excited I am about this album. I'm serious, guys. 
go listen to this album for real because it is so fucking good. And now I have the daunting task because you know what I got to do. I got to take them three songs off the album and then I got to pick my top three. So you'd think with so many tracks, this would be easy, but it really kind of wasn't. But you heard me, you, you can, you, you probably have a good idea what I'm going to take off. So I'm sorry. Number 18, we run New York featuring Hurricane G. Hurricane G is the whole reason I'm taking this song off. I'm sorry, girl, nothing against you personally. We're taking that one off. I'm also going to take number 16, Slide and Rock On. Um, great song, great story about all the shit, you know, ending up in the system and everything else. But, I mean, to all the other songs on here, it just it, it, it's just a tear below. That's all. And my third and final song I'm going to pull off is number four, De Journey, simply because it's short and I couldn't figure out what else I wanted to pull off. I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys. So uh, to recap, I'm taking number four, De Journey off, and I'm going to take number 16, Slide and Rock On, and I'm also taking number 18, Rerun New York featuring Hurricane G. Now I'm going to pick my top three. Uh, first off, this album is stacked with pack with just stacked with top threes. Um, I really wanted to put basically in my top three because of how dope. I think it's one of the illest songs on this album, but it's so fucking short. Okay. But here's my top three. First off, I gotta have number six neurotic on there. Okay. Because that song is just dude. You want to talk about some of the most lyrical he's getting on this and crazy and just psychedelically nuts? Neurotic is that song, okay? Now, my next song I gotta keep on there in my top three, Can't Wait. Dude, Can't Wait is such a smooth, laid back, and I know it's not him at his craziest, but that's what I like about it on an album that's so fucking nuts. Sometimes you need that. And it's not like he still isn't fucking crazy on this one. You know, switching speeds like Bruce Lee riding a Fuji in a movie. Come on now. Can't wait. Definitely in the top three. And let's let's just come. You know what's coming. It's my favorite fucking song off the album. Number 15, What It Looked Like. By far the best song on the whole album. And it's got to be in the top three. So for a recap, I got number six, Neurotic. I got number 13, Can't Wait. And I got number 15, What It Looked Like. Those are the top three songs on the album. I don't care what none of y'all say, all right? Could have had basically Green Island was good, Rockefeller's good, Cosmic Slop was probably very close as well. But, I mean, guys, this is one of the best albums of all time, okay? Underground, doesn't matter, like, and... It's got a feel, it's got a vibe, and it really is like a psychedelic trip. And now knowing what we know a little bit more about what Redman was going through when he made this album, you can almost appreciate it just a little bit more how dark and how crazy it is because guess what? He was out of his fucking mind making this album. That's why it sounds like that. It's authentic. It's not someone pretending to be crazy and fucked up. No, I mean, this is the real genuine thing right here, right? Go do yourself a favor. Listen to this album. Redman has got amazing music, lots of albums, but this is by far my favorite Redman album. I'm sorry that he doesn't feel the same way. I get it, though, okay? The only problem is if you see him live, we're probably not going to see him 
do any song off this, and I would love to see him do what it looked like. Anyway, whew, this is the longest episode yet, guys, and I don't feel bad about it because I think it's just power-packed. It's a power-packed episode from a power-packed fucking album. But, as always, make sure you click, subscribe, like, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bring the Noise Podcast. I am your host, Straight the Clipper, and you know I'm Audi 5000 hitting you with that piggity wiggity stiggity iggity piece. One, two, and three.